Hey guys, it is it's happening with Suki and Joey. Momo, kura komiyam, shala komiyam. Hi everyone, welcome to It's Happening with Suki and Joey. Yes, ma'am. Welcome, welcome aboard. Um, did you have your baby yet? No, I'm still fucking pregnant. I feel like I'm you last last podcast because you were on a rant and like really scary. And I feel like I'm just not in a good mood because I'm still fucking pregnant. This is ridiculous. Are you how are you are you overdue? Who should I? I'm not overdue yet, but I mean, I never carried a baby over 38 weeks and like 38 weeks is up. So I don't know what's going on. My little body can't handle it. I literally can't move because the baby is like on my organs and everything. So oh my I God. Have to like sit in this certain position to feel comfortable. And I'm just really uncomfortable guys. So I, I thought it was gross. happening. Yeah. I thought it was happening the other day. I went to the hospital and she said, Oh no, yeah. I myself. And I swore my water broke, but it was just pee pee. And that was like three days ago. So I'm still pregnant and I'm fucking annoyed. Well, did she give you a time frame or when he can pull it out? He can come out any day now. I'm just waiting for him to make his arrival. I guess he's just snug in there. What are the signs when it happens? Like, do you feel like, oh my God, I'm going to piss myself or like I'm going to shit myself? Like, when it's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, what do you, how do you know what's happening? You just feel water trinkling down your legs. So that's why I thought it was happening the other day. But I guess I just peed. I swear it wasn't pee, but I have to wait for the water to come out. And then I feel contractions like every five minutes. And then I go to the hospital. In your stomach or in your snurb? Are contractions in your stomach or like in your snurb? It's like my lower stomach. Like where like where us ladies get cramps. Like, like cramping. You, cramps. you feel like cramping. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm waiting for the day because this is ridiculous. I need to get my summer body. I need to have some wine. Mm-hmm. I need to like live my life. And I feel like a caged animal. Now you, there's no way to get comfortable. Do you sleep on your back or like in a chair? Yeah, I don't even sleep. I have to like sit upright and I, I can't sleep. Like I'm just miserable. And I've been home every day. Like not even, I can't even leave the house because I can't walk. It's uncomfortable. Well, and also God forbid that you, you start, your border breaks when you're out in the, the Trader Joe's, you have to. You know, get back in the car. Can you imagine? I would Hang scream. Yourself. Yeah, that's why you have to stay local. So you didn't just. So this weekend, the past weekend was Memorial Day weekend, the kick kickstart of summer here in, here in America. Um, yeah, I got back from Russia and I went right down the shore. Yeah, I was hoping I was gonna have the baby on Saturday, but I didn't, and I ended up just staying at Janice's. It was very chillaxing, and I was annoyed because I couldn't go in the pool. Like I didn't want to go in the pool and be uncomfortable. So it just it wasn't fun for me. Yeah, I saw you stayed you stayed at home um, homebound at your mother in law's. I went down the shore to um, parties, like thinking I'm 21 years old. Yeah, Joy was hanging out with Angelina. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I know she. I she just what happened to be the same place. I was, we were not in cahoots. Um, but yeah, I did run into Angelina, and I um we went down the shore to Jenks and Point Pleasant. Um, and also Tiki Bar, which is like the, the cool place to go. But I'm not that cool anymore because now it's like I feel like the youngest, the oldest one there. I'm pretty so sure you were the oldest one there. You were like, yeah, a so I feel like a nerd. But um, so but we had a good time, though. I, you know, just, you drink on the beach and, you know, kind of kick off. Summer, but I kind of realized that I'm still fucking so fat. Like, I didn't want to take my top off because I don't want anyone like reporting me for being topless on the beach. Well, that's why we have to get our bodies back. So once I have this baby, we can start like getting back on a routine. Yeah. So I started, I mean, I've been eating paleo, um, which is basically just no carbs and like, you know, calm down. 
low fat. So, um, yes, yeah, so I've been watching what I eat and it's been, you know, it's been a couple a few days. It's been like three solid days, but I'm still drinking wine here and there just cause I don't want my body to go into shock. Are you happy now? Are you like in a better mood? Um, a little bit. I mean, I just, I'm do you just, get, do you we, get, have you had, have you had any outbursts lately? Um, not really outbursts, but I've had like battles of like frustration and depression. Like I was like, you know, oh, I'm so fat, but I haven't, there was no, no dramatic outbursts. Like I didn't, I didn't snap on anyone just yet. Oh, that's good. But it, you never know. It can happen any day now. Um, similar to your, your water breaking. It's like, you know, you never know when it's going to happen. I feel like he I mean, or what's that? What's the green guy's name? The Hulk, right the Hulk, the incredible Hulk. He like turns from a person into an animal. Yeah. You're literally the Hulk. Last week you were the Hulk. You scared all of our listeners. I know they enjoyed though. They, I mean, cause I'm speaking my truth. So <laughs> I think they can relate, but, um, yeah, that was a tough, that was a tough couple weeks for me. Um, when I lost it on that poor lady, poor Russian lady, she didn't even understand what I was saying. I was screaming like a lot, like a lunatic. She didn't oh speak any English. Well, I hope everyone had a fun and exciting Memorial Day weekend. I feel like that was like the kickoff to summer. Yes. Um, oh, now, how's your short last night? Is your boat all ready? Or is everything ready to move in? Yeah. Last night, I was terrified because we got a tornado warning here. In I know Jersey. what was that. So I got my phone. It was like, take cover, go in the basement. If you're outside, you're going to get hurt. Like it was saying like all these crazy alerts. And I was terrified because I didn't want to like, you know, I don't want to like hide in the basement like a weirdo. But um, there were tornado warnings all around my area. Can you imagine if a tornado ripped through my house? Yeah. And you're stuck in there with, with, uh, with that baby in your stomach. No, the baby would have flew out. <laughs> hit for cover under the under the yeah, bed. I actually was hoping the tornado would hit, so the baby would fly out. We were downstairs, and uh, I'm upstairs now. But we were um, at my sister's house, and all of a sudden, we look in the back by the pool, and there's there's ice cubes flying from the sky into the pool, plopping into the, the pool. hail. Right? It was hail. They were the size of real ice cubes, I like the ice cube tray, not like a little crushed ice. It was like an ice cube tray, ice cube, piling down from the from the ceiling, from the sky. Wait, did you save them and put it in your vodka soda? I wanted to. I was drinking wine last night, but I had the glass ready in case I had to catch any. Um, but it was like full on ice cubes, which is scary because it's like hot out. It's like, how the fuck is it snowing when it's hot out? The world's coming no, to an end. And then it was weird because there was a lot of um, lightning and rain and hail, but there was like no wind. So I'm like, how is there going to be a tornado? No <laughs> are we meteorologists? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, why are we so old? We're talking about the weather. I know. We're excited. We're like, oh, yeah. And then, the, then the wind chill was down. Well, I didn't feel a breeze. So. That's when I knew. Well, it was really scary. I thought I was going to die, and everyone was taking cover in their basement, and nothing happened. Well, I'm sure your basement's safe because it's like all like big and like insulated. You guys should all hang out in the sauna if, if anything happens. I was going to go in the movie theater. Mm. Mm. Um, that's good. Um, oh, I want to tell you, I finished watching um, Dead to Me, and I am completely blown away. And if they don't have a season two. I never oh, so you TV like again. it now because first well, of I, all, you said you fell asleep. It was boring. I did. I didn't say it was boring. I did fall asleep because I was under the influence. Plus I took sleeping pills. So that's why I Shocker. fell asleep. But I ended up watching it again. The whole, I started from tip to toe and what a thriller. What a, what a, what a suspenseful. Um, Ew, you're uh, so, uh, so we're talking old. about Anna, Christina Applegate's show on Netflix. She's the executive producer. It's called Dead to Me. And basically it's a story about Oh my her. God, my water just broke. No, it didn't. I'm not kidding. Are you serious, Nicole? You guys, my water just broke. I'm not kidding. Ah! Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, you are guys. you serious? 
I swear on fucking Lorenzo. <gasps> you guys okay. have to go to the hospital. All right, go, 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 go. All right, I love you. Finish the podcast with someone else. I All love right, I you. I love you. Goodbye. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's happening. Leah. Joseph. Okay, wait. I need to tell you something. I was just recording a podcast with Nicole, and she had to run because guess why? Why? Her fucking water broke. <laughs> it literally broke. She was on the phone. They were talking about how the fucking baby's not coming out. And then I thought she was joking with me. And, she, and then she's like, oh, my God, my water broke. And she sent me a picture and it's, it's, there's a wet all over the floor. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so Nicole my is Nicole is well, not available to come to the phone right now. Well, by the time that um, your podcast is released, I suppose there will be a new baby in the world. I think so. I mean, hopefully she's not there. But I heard your third baby just comes out of you like it slides out. So. Oh, yeah. she's pro- She probably had it in the car. And we just haven't heard yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, we were literally on. We were uh, literally recording a podcast. And she's like, oh, my God, my water broke. I thought she was fucking with me. And so <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. It's happening. The Kurakuman Showdown podcast that Snoopy has um, gone into labor. And now we just wait for, for that baby to come. We were, Isn't that funny? She was te- You were texting her yesterday. What were you guys talking about? Um, so quickly, I want to talk about how I've been on my diet and I want to go into detail about, um, my supplements I've been taking. Oh yeah. That's a cue. So everyone knows that I am like, you know, a fat fuck 90% of the year, but then like during the summer when I have to be topless, I try to get like healthy and I just had my blood work done. you're also a hypochondriac. Um, crazy hypochondria. Oh, you should see what I've had this week. You know, last week, did you listen to last week's podcast when I had roid rage because I'm on a new testosterone? And I attacked, everyone knows about my, my outburst at the uh, Dwayne Reed at pharmacy, the Dwayne Reed. but it also happened at the front desk of the, um, Moscow farm of uh, Moscow, um, hotel. I also, um, had to you break my silence there. Out? Oh girl, listen to uh, everyone heard it last week. So if you haven't heard it, listen to last week's podcast called Roid Rage and you'll hear all about it. But also, um, Leah, I'll tell it's too long. I'll tell you another day, but I, I blacked out and I, I freaked out, which thank God she didn't speak English because she would have been very offended. Wait, tell everyone also, so Leah's my best friend, and Leah is also pregnant, so my two best friends have been pregnant for the same time all fucking year long, yes. so I haven't had no friends to drink with, so I've literally been fucking drinking by myself, and it's the most boring year of my fucking life. Yes. I'm glad you got <laughs> it over with. <laughs> You've been complaining about it endlessly to Nicole and myself, so um, Nicole and I have been chatting and commiserating over our pregnancies, so she was, she's, I have six weeks left, so she's six weeks ahead of me. Um, so I was texting her yesterday because poor thing, um, her other babies came earlier than Angelo decided he just wanted to camp out in there for forever. So she was right. We've been texting each other, um, about all the stuff she was trying to induce labor. And I was telling her all this stuff that I tried the last. What time. are the tricks? What are the tricks? So at as of yesterday, she had tried everything, which was she was eating pineapple. She was eating Chinese food. She was eating eggplant parmesan. She Who was, says that? I don't know. Eggplant parm is supposed to make wives' tales. Eggplant parm is supposed to make give birth? For real, yeah. That makes me give birth on the fucking toilet. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and Chinese food. So like, apparently people say like spicy food is supposed to help too, but it is because of your digestive system because you get things moving down there and then it makes you go into labor apparently i don't know well also the baby probably tastes spicy food it's like get me the fuck out of here my fucking nostrils are burning because <laughs> the tube is stuck up my nose um wherever also, the fuck it goes um 
sex is another one that Gross. I was telling her that she needed to try. Which and did Gianni do it for do her when they're forty-one weeks pregnant? I don't know. What did Gianni tell? Pre- what did she say? Gianni said that we were doing. To him? <laughs> she said that Gianni said that she was using him, which I said, well, yeah, using him to get that baby out. Um, yeah, girl. She was telling me she couldn't even lay down. Can I? I said when I eat fucking a lot of like when I when I have a binge day when I like order like forty dollars with the Domino's and I house the whole thing in twenty minutes and I lay on the couch on the on the bed trying to watch TV. My stomach is so hard I can't even lay on you know face forward watching the thing. I have to lay to my side to let my baby breathe. Yeah. So yeah, no, you can't sleep. You can't breathe. Hello. Yeah, you can't do anything when you're that pregnant. It's just there's no room left because your organs are all moved around and the baby took up all the space that's in there where your lungs and stuff are. So there's no room left. So you can't breathe. You you pee constantly. It's a a nightmare. Everything's just like it's like a traffic jam in there. Right. So from your professional experience, do you think there's a chance that her and I can hit happy hour by Monday or no? (laughs) Knowing Nicole, that is entirely possible. Possible, of course. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, I was serving my sister champagne in her um, in the delivery suite after she popped out her for her baby. She really drank. Sissy really drank that. Oh yeah, for sure. We had. So, um, we call Nicole. We call Leah's um, sister Erin Marie um, Ritlin Chivan. We call her Sissy as well. And I, I call was, Leah Sissy. We all call each other Sissy. Like three of us. So it's like. We, but we also. It's like kind of like a, a cryptic message. We know when we're addressing the right person like i can say right. where's the thing like i can say like sissy where's your wallet and we know it's talking about leah because leah's the only one with money Aaron <laughs> don't have a job so i say sissy where's the money it means her but if i like say sissy where's the champagne it's you know it's sissy yes so yeah, um she had champagne um in her hospital room so i'm sure nicole would not like <laughs> turn down a, a glass of a you know a cab salve tomorrow if we were right. to send one to her hospital Right. So now Leah didn't get a chance to give birth through her snurb because um, William was breached or what was it with your baby? Yeah. The last time that I had a baby, he turned around at 37 weeks and then he turned back around at 39 weeks. So he was just not cooperating. And so mm-hmm. they had to slice him out of my body. Yeah. Dana, my sister, Dana didn't have babies. She had all three babies with her C-section because, um, Otherwise, if you don't, if you have a C-section, they cut you open and then you try to push um, out of your snurb, your stomach will explode all over the table and the thing will rip open, especially if they're close babies, right? That's um, not entirely true. There used to be a lot more concerns about that, but now you can push things out of your snurb if you want to. After. Well, at least you have a 17-year-old snurb now and don't have to worry about have, uh, passing watermelons through it. Yeah. And getting that extra I mean, stitch fit. I don't know if, I don't know if things get stretched out down there, but I've, I've heard that things, you know, they're pretty elastic. So I feel like things stretch they stretch and then they come back. It's just like, you know, having sex in your butthole. Yeah. Well, Nicole is notorious. Like once she got the, uh, the epidural and made birth, don't make it. I'm not going to say birth, uh, childbirth is easy at all in, in, in any aspect of any of it. Even if you have an epidural, nothing's easy. But at least you don't feel as much as you do when you have the epidural. Yeah, so she, what, I feel like she she's, a, she's terrified. Her biggest fear is not getting to the hospital early enough because she's heard stories where if you don't get there early enough, they don't give you the epidural. So she went to the hospital like three days ago. And she just talked about it earlier on the podcast. She went there three days ago because she like peed herself. <laughs> and she went there all suited up with the suitcases and shit, like moving in. Like, okay, girl, that's it. And she's like, no, yeah. let's go home. She posted that on nothing. Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. And then the next photo was 
um, she's home with FML. her kids. It was a false alarm. And I was like, Nicole, you've got to be kidding me. And she was like, no, I literally had cramps and I thought I was in labor because right poor thing well she had no like everyone was just listening like a few minutes ago on the podcast and we heard her and she was just laughing along so this it's, it doesn't seem like when your water breaks you feel much because it, she was really just on the podcast with me and literally she goes oh my god my water broke i thought she was lying to me and then she confirmed that it was like that leah was at a yankees game when her water broke and she felt she stayed for the whole game that's true that is 100 percent true so um, what happens? You're, you pee yourself and then you, well, how long after do you start feeling contractions? Well, it happens different for everybody, but well, I love that this entire podcast is just like childbirth stories. Um, but what, not me, no, we still have to talk about I Chloe mean, and Courtney and Kendall and Kylie and <laughs> we'll still get to that. Uh, for me, it was very interesting because um, I was very late with William because he was a little bit like Angelo. He just wanted to mm. hang out and, and not come into this world. Um, so okay. I was, um, as all pregnant women will know, if you're one day overdue, you just think you're going to be pregnant for the rest of your life. So then you just start in denial that like you're ever going to go into labor. So we oh went to the God. Yankees game because I was sick and tired of sitting around having people stare at me, waiting to see what happened with my vagina. Um, and so then when we walked into the stadium, I just felt like, um, but it was also August, so it was a thousand degrees outside. So I didn't know. Do you know if your snurb was sweating or yeah, if you really peed I didn't yourself. know if it was or, sweat or if I was just peeing my pants. Because it didn't um, look like a lot of water. Nicole sent me a picture. It does not seem like a lot of water came out. No. So that's what like happened to me. It was just like little bursts of fluid. And so it wasn't like, the, like it doesn't, it's not usually like what happens in the movies for everybody. It's more like. When there's a fucking bucket, like a, like a bucket right, of water like macaroni gushing, from, like, from the stove. Like flash dance, you know, where she like pulls the thing down. It's not like that. <laughs> No. So I was very confused. And then I was like, well, nothing's happening. So I guess I'll just chill here at this baseball game, which I did until the seventh inning. And then you start feeling like you're going to shit out of your snurve. No. And then I called my doctor and was like, what do I do? And she was like, well, you should probably figure out if your water broke. And the only way you can do that is going to the hospital. So we went they to the test hospital the wet, the wet spot? at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, they test, they, they test, they like give you a t swab test. And it like, if it turns purple, if the cotton turns purple, then it means that it's amniotic fluid and not just your own pee that you've been sitting in. It's kind of like how I have those, those keto, the, the ketosis strips. When I see if I'm, when I'm on the keto diet, if my uh, pee is, if I've eaten any carbs or sugar. What, is that's what you do when you're on the keto diet? Yeah, I have them in my bathroom. It's a thing. It's like Vinny told me about them. There's these these the things you pee on, like a pregnancy test, and, it, and there's a color swab, like when you test the pool to see how far along. And the, the darker the purple the color is, that's how much more your body's ketosis. But if it's like light, oh, beige, so you want to be in ketosis? Yeah, that's what you're testing for. So look at the, so it's like basically a test. Like if if you're like if your girlfriend says she's been on the keto diet, and it's like it's like oh, bitch, let's really see, and she pees and it's not dark. That bitch had a mozzarella stick and a cheese stick that day. <laughs> so when how long are you supposed to be in ketosis? Like you want to be in it? It takes I don't know. It probably takes I don't I, mean, I never actually got there because I always like get drunk and like and, break, and eat Domino's pizza. Yeah, so it's like I never actually got there, but I think people that have gotten there. It turns like purple and looks like, and you have the, the, the swab that you match. And it's like, no, you're really in, then you go up and down like the, the pH balance thing. I have them in my bathroom if you ever want to do it. I've been trying to lose weight this week, but, um, you know, I can't give up wine. So that's, you know, I, I, I was saying earlier, I don't want to shock my body um, with, the, you know, that quickly. Every time you've ever lost weight, all you do is lean proteins and vegetables. That's what I'm doing now. It's the best. I realize it's the best here. It's the best thing to do. 
Yep. And then the the um, the, the Memorial Day weekend snuck up on me, and I went to the, I went down the shore, as you saw. Yes. And, did you have fun? Where did you go to that place? Jacks, Banks, Janks, 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 and uh, Tiki Bar. Me and Angelina went, and we you know we had a big old Kiki. Um, it was fun, but it was like, you know, at the, by the end of it, it got tiring, like standing up on the beach, like, or not, you're not on the beach, but you're like at a beach bar for hours on end. Like we got there like, like 1230 by like, by like six o'clock at night, I was fucking done. And everyone wants to go back there later for like the nighttime party. I said, no, oh, thank you. Oh my. So I went to Dana's house and I got the fuck out of there. And, um, um did Dana get her pool fixed? <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of, she, she had to order her parts. So my, I'm at my sister Dana's house. She lives in, um, uh, in Manahawka, so I've been here ever since um, Sunday of Memorial Day. I've been here ever since. And I'm here because Nick, our my nephew Nicholas has his prom this weekend. So, um, you know, we're all like, you know, everyone wants to go over the house and take pictures. And I helped him get his tux today. Like, thank God I went with him because his he's very long arms, like a, like a, like a orangutan. So his fucking suit looked like he had like a, like a, like a cap sleeve. It was like the short ass fucking thing. So thank God we did that, and I got his hair. Do they the still? Barber. Do the kids still go to the like, um, like the where do they go? Like the men's warehouse? Where do they rent? Do they rent? Tuxes? Yeah, no. There's a, there's like a trashy place down here that like does like um, uniforms and things. It's called Uniformity, and um, and in Hook, but they say they sell like you know medical like scrubs and they sell um like work work jackets and all. And stuff. They, they rent have, tuxes at Uniformity. Have, wow, South yeah. So they also have that. As well, Represent. but I forgot about the black tux, which is a great. Remember, I remember for um Mike uh my uh Mike's situation and Lauren's wedding, they they sent me that beautiful tux to wear. Yes, from the black tux, the BLK tux. Check them out. This is not sponsored, but it is. Um, they they hooked me up. They gave me a free tux, but it was it's the like rent the runway thing. for dudes. It was the best ever. They they now I, I'm a hard body to fit, and they you know they do a step by step thing, um on the phone and like, you know, on the little app and it tells you your size, you pick everything. And basically a box comes, it's a perfectly sized box at like the size of like a briefcase. And you just show up to like, you know, your wedding weekend with this little box, everything fits perfectly in there and you un- unbox it and you literally have everything. You don't have to steam it. It stays unwrinkled. They have your shoes in there, the, the little tie clips and like all the shit you need. And you can do preset things or you can do whatever. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, so I loved it. Very they, impressive. And they fit me like a fucking glove. It was like it was like perfect. I never had a suit fit that well. I wanted to keep it. And I said I'd buy it off. And they said no. And they wouldn't let me do it. But it was, um, yeah, the black tux. I said I should have called them because they gave me a free tux for for that for Mike, Mike's wedding. And I said I could have got one for Nick. But um, but yeah, if you're looking for a tuxedo, go over to um, the black tux, BLK tux. You're going to like how you look. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, well, our thoughts and prayers are with Nicole and Angelo and Gianni Yay. right now. Yay. Yay. And to hopefully the you, fam. you, uh, this little, that magic wears off on your fucking ass before yes. you ruin our whole summer. Six weeks. Well, I'm having this child in early July. So all of July and all of August, I'll be fun again. Well, fine. Drama. Just like, hurry up. See if you can maybe do what she did. What, I don't know what you eat some pineapple. I don't know what you did. <laughs> she had pineapple and Chinese food last night. Maybe I ignored her on the podcast and she was like, this is actually work. And I was like, ah, and she like fucking hung up on me. Yeah, you probably put you put her into labor by stressing her out about something. Um, I wanted to tell you something. Oh, good. I did something. Oh, something happened. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. And I cannot believe it backfired in my face. Okay. I'm not going to say. Oh, my gosh. It's like mal sashimi all over again. No, it's worse. How is that possible? Because it was, it was like me being, I was catfishing my, I was at catfishing Tim's ex-boyfriend. Joseph Camasta. Okay, so wait. So I was on Tinder and I saw, I was down at Danny's house because they live 
all the way down. And I'm going to say that name again, but don't stop. I said it once. Don't say the name again. So I don't want to like, you know, they can record me. So we were down at Danny's house and they, you know, he lives Philly. like down in South Jersey, like around Philly here. area, Philly area. So I was on Tinder like last time I was here, like, oh, whatever I was here with last time. And I saw him on there. So I swiped right and I waited and then he didn't, didn't immediately match. And then like a couple of weeks later, I was in Russia and I saw that we matched. Like he must have swiped right to me. And then he said, hey, hey, beautiful. Hey, hey uh, handsome. How's it going? And then I was like, oh, my God. I was like, hey, what's up? And then he wrote back, you have beautiful eyes. I said, oh, thank you. So guys, let me tell you. So this, my, so this is the boyfriend that cheated on me in 2012. And this is not who I this and is not who I matched with. Seven years later. Okay, still. this is not who I matched with. This is not who I matched with. So I dated this guy in 2012, and he broke my heart. He cheated on me, and like broke my heart. And I've never dated since. I've never looked at another guy since. I've had I hooked up once in 2014. After that, but that was the last time I had sex. That's not true, but whatever. A blowjob in Russia does not count. There was the reindeer, and no blowjo was in 2014. There was somebody after blowjo. No, it was 2014. That was the last time I actually met Mood or Scooter. Yes, thank you. Oh, Scoops. We never had butt sex. So, so okay. So the one I'm still like, like still that, that I cry about every day to this day. I literally cry every day crazy. about it. I want to strangle him. Do you remember the time I just throw out his out his clothes that he left in my house? Yes, and, I, and it was like, it was like it was like an exorcism. Yes, I was on the floor, so I had sobbing, to get rid of his clothes. Sobbing, Leo was like, Joey, you have to get rid of it. I had t-shirts. I had a flannel, I had a sweat, a hoodie of his. Oh my God. And about like three years ago, Nicole, uh, Leah had to come over and do an exorcism of my ex-boyfriend and like get all the things out of the house. And I was like, just take them, just take them. And I was uh, doubled over in the fetal position, sobbing and, and, and nodding and, and, oh and sobbing Lord. on the floor the while, she re- while she took the clothes, put them in a the garbage bag and like threw them out the window. And I was like, true story, true story, true story. Still to this day, I'm not over it. So I was on um, Tinder and I, so not, this is not the guy he cheated on me. This it's is the guy he ended up dating a couple of years later. Okay. Ex-boyfriend. They dated for a bunch of years. His mother is friends with him on Facebook. And like, I stalk their Facebooks year round and make sure what's happen. But now I figured out that they're not together anymore, obviously, because he's on this app. <laughs> so, and I also saw these with someone else. But I always thought they were still together. And I thought they bought a house together, all this stuff. So I see him on Tinder and I'm like, okay, this guy, uh, the, Tim obviously had to tell this guy about my, his crazy ex-boyfriend. That's like, you know, that's uh you know on television and like a fucking nut job that stalks his life so i see him on tinder and i'm like okay so i'm gonna swipe right it's like what fuck it what do i have to lose and then he starts saying you know hey beautiful you have beautiful eyes all this stuff you don't think that at that point he knew who you were i was catfishing him i wanted to see how far i can go before he realized who i was and then i want to see if tim ever told him about me oh so, so it was I, a so test. I, so, it, so, but you don't know if he actually knew who you were, and he no, was catfishing you. I yeah, it could have been. It could have been under yin. What if it was a multiple cat? What what if you were like dueling catfishing each other, and he was like, "Oh, that's Tim's crazy ex-boyfriend." Or what if that was Tim? What if that was Tim posing to be the ex-boyfriend, hitting on me and saying like, "But I swiped first, so." And so he goes, hey, beautiful, you have beautiful eyes. And it's like, so what are you up to today? I said, oh, you know, I'm kind of down the show. I said, what are you up to this weekend? And then I, and then, um, I go back to like check it and I realize the messages are gone. I said, what is that? So he blocked me on Tinder. So he must have either like realized it or like he might have told him like, you know, like whatever, like watch out, that bitch is crazy. Uh-oh. Something happened. So he blocked me from the fucking app. Wow. And I think it's a good thing. It's like, I don't know how far I was going to let it get. Before I was gonna be like, um, so, I'm sure so you would have we have a mutual friend. To his house 
We have car. a mutual uh, you acquaintance. You would have taken him out for a steak dinner and then been like, um, so let's talk about Tim. Like, you would have taken that very far. Yeah, I would be like, what did he say about me? Tell me, like, did he ever love me? Did he ever, <laughs> did he ever mention me during sex? Did he ever call my man out in the heat of passion? <laughs> did he cheat on I you, would have been too? Yeah, I would have been fucking nuts, going crazy, like an investigation, like Whoa. locking in the room. Like, the reason we asked you here today. You're still um, nuts. I know. So that, thank God he did. Because I was like, I don't know how, I wouldn't be able to get that far without, um, you know, without breaking my silence of who, of, of who, my true self, my true being. Revealing it was really you catfishing him? Mm-hmm, girl. So that happened. So guys, did or, you delete but, Tim from your phone or did I, I thought I blocked his number. No, I still have him on the phone. Stop saying his name. Oh. The Kurai Crusaders. No, please do not like go spelling this rumor because I don't want the guy finding out or Tim finding out. So let's keep it between our little group, our small little group here. Okay, girl. Oh my gosh. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's it. So I'm at my sister's house now and we're like, I've been like living the suburban life. So like after mommy passed, like I literally, my Dana like automatically jumped in. My older sister automatically jumped in as my real mom. And like, it's like, I'm like, I feel like the oldest kid of the bunch. So we have, you know, there's three kids here, but I feel like the oldest one, like Dana, like seriously, we call her mommy, like to the kids. We're like, where's mommy? Where's daddy? Like, I feel like, and I have my own room here. Um, It's in the basement. Um, So it's like, I feel like I come home when I'm here. And I just been like living like a teenage kid all again, like causing a ruckus and wiling out. Lena, I mean, all the kids have been wiling out. Everyone's getting in trouble. I'm sure. Bella pulled um, his big garbage day today. And Bella, my oldest, our oldest, saw this love seat across the street from us and dragged it onto our lawn while me and Dana were out shopping. Dragged it onto the lawn because she wanted to put it in the basement and have like a, like make a, like a fake apartment in the basement with her friends. And now they missed big garbage day. Dana had to call the town today. It was a big fucking to-do. To do. <laughs> they didn't let Bella keep the love seat that she No, Dominic screw fucking freaked out and told her to drag it to her dumb boyfriend's house. Um, so there was a big drama about that. So that's still it's still tiptoeing around here because everyone's like hot about like, you know, the drama about that. Nick has to move when he moved when he mowed the lawn. But the prom is this weekend in Ocean Acres. And uh, we went to get that tux over at um, what's it called? Uniformity. Uniformity. <laughs> Hashtag uniformity. You're going to like the way you look. So we went there and got his tux, and it was too small. That was that. But let's jump into celeb gossip. Spilling the tea. Do you have any um, juicy stories? Any topics for the Well, I, did you see my text message that I sent you earlier? Who was it about? Cardi B. Kardashian? No. It was about... Okay, so you know Cara Delevingne? She's like this super famous She's a lesbian. Model. Right. So she Big is a eyebrow. lesbian. And she started dating this other famous actress whose name is Ashley Benson. I think she was on Pretty Little Liars or something. One of those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like WB shows. Um, Nicole would know. And right. so they've been dating, I guess, for a little while. And there was these photos of them today, which I thought were so hilarious, of them moving a leather sex bench into their apart, into their house. And it was like in the box. And so there's all these photos of all the positions that you can do like on your knees with like your ass in the air so that you can like. There's no penetration with lesbians unless they have the strap on. That's the thing. Clearly they have all of the toys because a leather sex bench, I feel like on the scale of like kinky from like, you know, if you're like moving on from like vibrators and like butt plugs and stuff and you get to the leather sex bench, like that's pretty far down the scale. 
we weren't friends if this happened. When I moved out of my parents' house, my mother told me that she's moving, making my room into a sex dungeon. She had an odd meal with a, uh, a, the black dildo attached to it that she was going to move in there. And she told all her friends about it. Um, she never got to make that happen, unfortunately. So uh, follow your dreams, girls. If you, uh, <laughs> you want a sex bench with a black dildo, make it happen now. Okay? Yes, before it's too late. Before it's too late, you cross over to the other side. God forbid. Oh, I hope mommy has her leather sex bench in heaven. I'm sure she does. Um, what else? I saw that Cardi B Kardashian had bought um, her baby culture Marie Kardashian. Yeah. Some fine jewels. Some fine jewels. So she posted this Instagram about, it was a text message, I guess, confirming like her order mm-hmm. with her jeweler, which I thought was a very strange thing. To who texted your, text your jeweler? Uh, I guess rappers B, do. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Please address her as Cardi sure Marie. She has Thank you. This gentleman or lady on speed dial. Um, any hoodles, she uh, posted the text message and it said the total of the of the order and it was eighty thousand eighty thousand dollars for a little tennis bracelet and you know only Carlson Marie only has a fucking wrist the size of a fucking carrot probably and you know this will fit her for that's this is my thing as a parent I thought yeah my first thought was that's not even gonna fit her in a year because kids grow so fast well you know then she can turn it into um a grill probably <laughs> just make a little a little uh, flipper for her um, yeah, with diamonds on it. But I, I think somebody said that she deleted the text conversation. But then on her Insta story, she was like showing off the bracelet still on her wrist anyway. So and then there was earrings too. Quite... So it wasn't it wasn't for an eighty thousand dollar bracelet. It's eighty thousand dollars for little um, stud earrings and a little Karakaman bracelet. There was a bracelet too. Yeah. So she showed off the bracelet like on her Insta story. I saw it. Um, but I mean, I, I guess more power to her when you have that much money. Um, I guess $80,000 to blow on a bracelet is just not that big of a deal. Oh, but be, yeah, I don't want to buy a pair. Girl. I don't want to buy my son's shoes because he grows out of them too fast. And yeah, for twenty nine ninety nine, it's stride right. Get out of here. <laughs> so wait, um, now what is, um, I, I want to pull a Britney 911. What has been oh going on with her? Goodness. Oh, my Britney has been, okay. All I know, so, um, you have the facts because you're the, you're the, you're the real bitch this week. I only saw a text message that for anyone that doesn't think my videos, but I just posted this yesterday. And then she starts wilding out doing a half-assed fashion show where she looks like she's on fucking mess. Oh Who goodness. knows what's going on? Looking back and forth, her hair is like a rat's nest. She's walking in and out of frame, I mean, doing her runway show with these horrible dresses, looking like it was, she got it from the Goodwill Cotillion um, bin, bin. Yeah, I mean, she shops at Forever 21, and I don't think it matters how much money Brit Brit has. The worst offense is that, li- that light blue, flowy dress. It was like... Remember Charlotte Roos? Like, it looks like mm-hmm. everything she has came from Charlotte Roos in the 90s. And it yes, doesn't yeah. matter how much money she has. She still dresses that way. All of her shorts, all of her dresses, all of her tank tops. It's just, it's just, um, you know, she's just a, she's just a simple girl from Louisiana. A simple Southern she's girl. Not on, she's not shopping at the Louis Vuitton and the Fendi. She is shopping no. at the Forever Twenty One and the Charlotte Russe mm-hmm. teeny bopper collection. Yeah, she has she has hoe in her blood. It's it's hard. It's I hard do to shake I that. do um wonder about the weave though. I just cannot understand. And there's I mean, why the she cannot, shaved her head. She couldn't get it right. It, this has been her extensions. This has been an ongoing problem for probably I mean ever since she shaved her head. Well, I think she's. I think she might have a little syndrome like Nicole has, where Nicole can't sit still for more than five fucking minutes without hitting me and walking off uh, out of the chair and and running away from me. Like Nicole, literally, everyone knows this. Literally, I have five minutes to do whatever I have to do to her, 
and then she runs off like a fucking scare raccoon. And I'm I'm sure that's what Brittany has. Brittany looks like she has a little ADD. She looks like she takes kind of medication or she can't focus very much. And to sit there quietly and just behave for like two hours, like good celebrities do, like the Kika Kardashians and the Katy Perry's and the people that all look put, always look put together when you see them. Um, is because they, they're not fucking animals that run away into the woods every time a stylist right. tries to touch them. Like fucking Brittany and Nicole. They're both fucking animals and <laughs> they run away from you. As soon as you try to touch them or hold them down for too long, they run away like like vermin. So Well, Nicole, but here's the, the thing. Nicole cares about her hair and she sits down. Yeah, she lets, she'll sit still for the hair, but the makeup, she, I have five minutes. That's why we do that that winged liner and, and, you know, the contour, because, like, that's the quickest thing I can do. But if I'm in her face and she can't be, like, on her phone, to someone's coming in. Well, it's also because she can do her own makeup, and so she can do, like, the, the basics, like, pretty quickly, and then just have you do, like, the finishing touches. Yeah, so... So they both have that symptom. So Brittany is now. What do you think is happening? She is released from the hospital. So on there the is a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of speculation out there. I don't think that the. I mean, she's been in court, so I don't Hot. think the true facts. Are, I think the next hearing isn't until the. I don't know. I mean, this is like a very. Are you on- an attorney? Yes, I am. Um, you know, this is on an ongoing legal battle. I read something about another hearing and I thought I, I read that it was like September or something. So this is, you know, a judge is reviewing her entire conservatorship, which her father has been the conservator over her, which means that she doesn't. Um, we don't, uh, we, uh, we don't know what that means here. And it's happening. Can you, can you put that lay terms for us? Well, that means that she does not have the ability to make any decisions about her life. And that is her. Um, ability to enter into contracts and her ability to um, just basically make any sort of legal decisions over. So her that's life. like you and that's like you and Dana for me. Correct. So okay. her, but um, there's there's been some speculation this year that that um, it involved like her ability to have a phone. Like her phone was not. She was she sending um, tit pics to an ex? Um, I think that th- that she. Honestly, I, this is pure speculation. I don't know if this is true, but there was some reporting that she, one of the fights that she's been having with her parent, with her dad, was over her ability to have a phone, and they have been n- unwilling to give her. You that. know what? Well, I bet she was catfishing Justin Federal or uh, what's the name? Oh, the Timberlake? Oh. No, Federline. What's the one with her baby daddy's oh, name? Um, Kev- Kevin Federline. She's probably uh, catfishing Ken- Kevin Federline's mm-hmm. fucking ex like I was. Right, on Tinder? Yes, that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a big Papa Joe in my life. Oh, cooch. Well, um, anyway, she wants more freedom. She wants access to a phone. She wants to be able to make some of her own decisions, but... There is, I believe, you know, she obviously has mental issues and has been on medication for a very long time. And then apparently her medication wasn't working anymore, the particular cocktail that she was on. And so that needs to be adjusted. So then she went to Same. rehab. She said that her father put her there against her will. Her father was having all these medical issues. Now her mother is getting involved. They've been estranged for, I believe, up the past few years. So now she's getting the mom back involved in the situation. Um, oh, so it's just very, very complicated. And then they went in front of a judge. The judge is reviewing everything. So the judge is reviewing all of the decisions that the father has been making over the past five years. Her doctors, re- you know, reviewing all these statements, recordings, everything um, to see if she needs to be under the level, I believe, of kind of supervision that she has been under for the past several years. But, I mean, judging from her Insta story, the answer is yes. Now, is she locked in that? No, is she still in Las Vegas? That looks like a Las Vegas apartment she's in. 
Or no, a, that like is a, totally, that has to be her LA house. Yeah, because she had a big backyard with a pool. Yeah, that has to be her LA house. Oh, yeah. So she, now she, who does she live with? Does she live with that boyfriend? I that think that boyfriend? guy lives with her, yeah. Because she has free range to do, to do a freeform fashion show with no editing at all. No one watching. Because you know, anyone was watching her, she wouldn't be wearing those fucking dresses with her hair not brushed. Did you notice, too? And the, this is the one thing that I... This is why I love Britney, because she's just such complete trash. Like, doesn't matter how much yes. money you have. Like, you cannot Same. change a trashy person. Um, and I say that with love and affection. I love Britney, and I love um, her trashiness. Um, Me, too. The white dress, she folded it to make it, like, four inches shorter. So it was, like, oh. already... She tucked it into her panty Mid-thigh, line. Mid-thigh, and she tucked it up so that it was, like, just, like, an inch below her vagina. Like, Hot. it's like she, you know, you take a short dress, and she has to figure out how to make it shorter. And she didn't cut it or hem it. She just folded it for the photo. Mm-hmm. Ain't I nobody mean, got time for that. so down. She's just so budget. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, I love it, too. Oh, Lord. So, we, so prayers for Brittany, girl. I um, know. I hope she gets it all worked out. I hope she gets the freedom that she wants. You know, our friend Heather McMahon, she um, always says, you know, Brittany just mm-hmm. wants to live in Louisiana and teach, like, cheerleading camp. Like, that's what this woman truly wants. She does not want to do a Vegas residency. She does not want to be um, put on stage and, like, whipped in Dance Monkey Dance, like, for the millions and millions and millions of dollars. She just wants to live with her babies in the Louisiana swamp and, like, coach the local cheerleading team and just yeah. live her life down in the bayou. And I hope one day she truly gets it. Um, do you know anything about Ellen DeGeneres getting uh, molested? Uh, no, I heard... Uh, well, I, I, and I, and I read and that change, she said that tune. her uncle did it, and then she told her, or what is it, st- uncle or stepfather? Stepfather. Well, okay, everyone's saying that that's what became lesbians. Like, she said that that's why she became a lesbian, and so 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 Rosie Marie McDonald, she also said that she was touched, and now she's a lesbian, too. Um, I don't know that me being touched, if I was touched by a woman, do you think I'd be a lesbian? Oh, no. I'd have to be touched <laughs> by a man. I mean, uh, no, because you are a gay person and you were yeah. born a gay person, and that is truly who you are. I know, but you so is Ellen and Rosie, but they're saying that they, that might have had something to do with it. Well, I would never want to speak on anybody else's experience, especially to something as traumatic as that. Um, and that. maybe they believe that that informed their teenage years and their sexual development. Um, but it being molested doesn't make you gay. I mean, that's just yeah. No, it doesn't. That's just Um, nothing that happens. Um, anything else you have to contribute to the to the local news? Um, what was the other thing that I was looking at earlier when I made made me think of you? Oh, um, how do you feel about these? Um, this new rock, this movie, Rocket Man, about Elton John. Oh, you know, I was excited to see because he looked. I never really, I never knew the story of Elton John. I um, love that actor, Taron Eger- Egerton, I think. You know, he was in the... Did you see actor those playing Kings- a straight character? Like those kind of movies? Did you see those movies that he was in, the Kingsman movies? Oh, he is the, so... Well, yes. I mean, he's like... Wait, that's the, that's the actor? Yes. Kings, uh, uh, Bigley, or what's his name? Yes. So sexy. I Wait, mean, what's his name on the like show? So the very Kingsman- young and very tiny, which is generally not my type. And like, I think he he has so much swagger. Oh, he's so hot. Is such a smoking hottie. And 
apparently people were getting all of their panties in a bunch before the movie came out because they were saying that this was going to be a sanitized version, which is basically what they did with the movie Bohemian Rhapsody with Freddie Mercury. They like hid like his queerness and his like getting AIDS. And it was just like, yay, we like made a movie and we're a band. Um, so apparently this one does not shy away from Elton John and his lifestyle and his relationships with men and his, you know, platform wearing, cape wearing queen self, which speaking of, you missed this weekend, Cheryl telling us all about how so she saw Elton John. Back Cheryl in is Nicole, uh, Leah and Aaron's mother. Um, we call her again. Sheridan A because she likes, she's, she, ain't a, she ain't scared of a glass of wine, girl. Okay. She is not scared of a glass of Sheridan A. Mm-mm. Um, so she was talking about how she saw him with the cape and the whole deal back in the 70s. And uh, I mean, gosh, I, I would love. Are you kidding? That sounds like amazing. Um, but anyway, so apparently the movie is getting great reviews. It debuted in Cannes uh, at the Cannes Film Festival. Um, and so I, there's already saying it's got Oscar buzz and all this uh, awards um, prestige around it. So I think it's going to be amazing. And I'm very excited. And I love I, that little cutie, cutie, cutie hottie. Yeah. So I don't know what's the actor's name, but look up the Kingsman. He's like the Car- what's, Karen, it, what's his name Karen. in the show? His Big name Z? is Karen Egerton, I believe. Okay, look him up. He's fucking hot, and that's the only reason I don't like. I don't like action movies and shit like that. That's the only reason I um I like watching him. Um, I was in the shopping at Jake's. Dana just drags me all around with her everywhere. I know. Um, Every time I look at your location, you're at a Walmart in Manahawken. Yeah, and that's where I go. So we were at the pool store today at Leslie Pools. Shout out to Leslie Pools in Manahawken, New Jersey, in the ShopRite parking lot. Um, <laughs> I've been there four times this week because Dana fucking uh, wheels and deals with these people, give her discounts. Like, she's horrible. Like, she'll never pay full price for anything in her life. So she's going, going back there four or 15 times. So she made me, so we're in the store. She made me go outside to call another, the, the, the competitor pool store. I told her, and she goes, go outside and find out how much the price for the for the um, the hardening um, calcium hardener it is for the for the indoor pool and the outdoor pool. I go, okay. So I had to go outside. So as I'm on the phone waiting for this, a lovely fan runs out of the mirror career um, in the shopper parking lot where she works, um, addressing me, screaming, "Joey, oh my god, oh my god!" So I would like to formally apologize to the lovely lady that came out screaming for me. At the um, mural career in the Shopping parking lot in Manahawk, New Jersey, that I did not turn, that I did not hang the phone up and come up and hug you and take pictures with you because Dana would have killed me. If you I were wheeling the, and dealing for pool supplies. I was trying to find out if it was lower than thirty six ninety nine, and it was indeed higher. It was thirty nine ninety nine at the other pool store. So um, I knew Dana was going to beat the shit out of me if I hung the phone up. So I would like to formally apologize, whoever you are. I know you said you listen to the podcast. I think you're lovely. If you if, if you're hard of hearing, um, head over to the meal career in the ShopRite parking lot of Manahawk, New Jersey, and see my girl in the blue outfit. You're gonna like what you hear, Oku. Um, I hope that um, you have a lovely day, and thank you for um, all your ex- exuberance. Uh, but I'm sorry I couldn't run over to you because Dana would have killed me. Thank you for your support. Yes, uh, yes. Shout out to Meal Career. Kura here in Miracleer. That's where she works in Manahawk. Yes, in the ShopRite parking lot. That's right. <laughs> so that's right. That's where I was uh, addressed. Um, well, Leah, thank you for stepping in the last minute. Well, um, Nicole, you know what? Uh, you know, it would have you know, I think that she could have pulled through and stayed on the phone with me. And my girl going into labor is definitely one of them. I know. She's so needy. It's like you couldn't finish the podcast and like have the baby later. It would like, have been honestly so – I know she was so excited and, and, again, fearful of having her child in a bathtub. But it would have been mm-hmm. so amazing if she just could have like kept rolling for just like – 
Oh no! At least until she got to like triage, that would have been the best podcast of all time. Oh no! Well, I want to say thank you so much to Leah Marie Ritland for stepping in uh, and taking pleasure. over where Thanks she left off. Me. It was literally mid, literally <laughs> Leah Marie was mid podcast and she had to run because her she really literally pissed her pants with with a fetus or whatever came out. Welcome I don't know. Baby what came Angelo out. will probably be getting uh, his birth announcement and then today very shortly. So. um, Please join me and wish Nicole well wishes and happy and healthiness with baby Angelo to her Gianni and family. So, you know, Yay. reach out to her on social media and just send your love and appreciation. Yes. Um, thank you, Aaliyah, for stepping in and being my, my uh, ride or die always. Love you um, both. I love you. And also, Leah, can I borrow some money? Oh, um, I like okay. $5? No, like 5,000. Um, no, I'm just joking. I'll, I'll ask you. I'll, I'll text you probably. But everyone, thank you for joining us this week in the Tapping Podcast. Thanks, guys. We are excited to welcome baby Angelo. Um, God willing, everything goes well and he's there and happy and healthy. Um, but we'll see. So stay tuned for more. But um, we'll see you next week. Um, I'm going to try to get her, Nicole, on the podcast. But if not, Miss Leah will be back next week um, to go over everything going on in our lives and the world. And, uh, but thank you for joining us. And Leah, thank you. Love you. And I have one last question for everyone. What I call me? All right, bye, girl. Bye.